In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Bill shares his pet peeves about weather people, I share some intimate secrets about my family tree, and we offer insight on the role we play in causing deals to stall out. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for you to get your create your own self good sales success. It's Monday morning. I'm Brian Neal. <laughs> create your own good self. And that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're I'm here. Bill Kasky. Hi, Bill. Good Hi. to see you. Good to see you. It is Monday morning and we're here mm-hmm. and I'm, uh, I didn't have any coffee. No caffeine today. So maybe my brain's a little slow, my mouth's a little slow, but we are here to give you some wonderful, wonderful tools and tips this week. Uh, We are on the road again. Uh, If you would like, we are actually going to uh, be releasing a tool uh, that you can fill out, a form, if you will, uh, that will allow you to request Bill and myself, or both, to come visit your sales meeting, your national sales conference. Uh, Just got done speaking at one last week. We just have a lot of fun. We just do. They're just great. We just have a great time. We take pictures. We laugh. We give away money. I gave away like a hundred bucks. Did you really? People. Yeah. The oh, people wow. people ask good questions. I always pay them money for that. People love that stuff. And this is a good time of year too, because we know that most uh, sales meetings happen either in the fourth quarter yep. or January, early February. So this is a time to plan. If you're interested in bringing one of us in, uh, give us a, uh, shoot us an email at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com to get the ball rolling. That's really really good. You know, one thing that bugs me, Brian, you know, <laughs> I, love I watch, like that. Uh, I reluctantly watch the weather. Oh, no. And the weather always bothers me because it seems like it seems like it's much ado about nothing. Now, I know when a hurricane comes, obviously, all, we're all eyes and ears bad. on the weather. But there are three things the weather person does that just annoy the you know okay. what out of me. Yeah. First off, they use words that we would never use. For example, why is it that weather people, instead of saying, you know, this the, the showers ought to start about noon, right? You know what they say? The showers, the showers ought to start about noontime. Noontime. Right. Well, now, <laughs> do you ever, when someone says, "What time you want to meet?" You ever say noontime? I don't. I think noontime. No, never. No. But old weather forecasters, <laughs> and I don't know if they're trying to get one more syllable in because their time is running short. The second thing they do is, and you've heard this, I'm sure, instead of saying roads or highways or streets, we say roadways. Roadways. <laughs> and do you ever use <laughs> no. the word roadway when you're talking to somebody? Which roadway are you taking over to Evansville? Kids, quiet down because the roadway is kind of <laughs> treacherous today. Dad needs to concentrate. No. And the third thing they do that bugs me, and it's it's heading into that time you know, in the fall, is they start to tell you what to wear. <laughs> So it's going to be a low of 60 degrees tonight, so you might take a light jacket with you. Just a light, light jacket, just in case. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Do you, a light, you know? uh, kind of a corduroy. Yeah, maybe, maybe a that nice, vest you have. Yeah, maybe a, uh, a good denim would go well with those pants, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I am a so weather anyway. geek. I love weather, actually. It, I, you know, they do the kind of what would you be if you could, you know, mm-hmm. I would be a weather person. I would be an honor. I love that. And did you know that this is kind of a little thing? This is for our friends in Indianapolis. You could probably find this person. You know who Angela Buckman mm-hmm. is? She's a really great mm-hmm. forecaster. She's one of those people. She's a great forecaster. She, she's, a great she's a great reader, reader of the forecaster. <laughs> she's, okay. She never, ever, ever mums, us, us. She never, yeah, ever no, she's stutters, good. ever. Yeah. Kind of like Joel Osteen. You know that guy? Uh-huh. 
Joel Osteen, the preacher. Mm-hmm. Google Joel Osteen stuttering and see if you can find that he, the guy's never, ever stuttered in his life or said, um, or our lost mm-hmm. his train of thought. Hmm. I wonder how those people do that. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that is an art, though. It is an art. Yeah. I stutter, obviously. I can't even say the opening right. Hey, we love the people at Stamps.com. Stamps.com saves you time and money, which you should be using to grow your business. You know that. You can mail any letter, any package using just the computer and printer, and the mailman picks it up. Avoid the hassle of the post office and mail everything from postcards to envelopes to packages, domestic or international. Stamps.com brings all the services of the Postal Service right to your fingertips. You can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail at any time. Stamps.com makes it easy. Send you a digital scale, automatically calculates the exact postage. We use Stamps.com here at the Advanced Selling Podcast. And right now, you can, too. Enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes this, a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale with no long-term commitments. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Advanced Selling. That's Stamps.com. Enter Advanced Selling and never go to the post office again. Okay, topic. Uh, topic today right is, uh, you know, Brian, you and I are, are working together on an account uh, here in Indianapolis, and we love doing that because a lot of times you will be working with the team, and I'll be sitting in the back, and I can see some things happening and vice versa, and so we're really uh, blessed to have this really awesome client that we uh, just started working with here about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all podcast listeners for the most part, I think. And one of the things that happened last week, we did a, a dissect the deal thing that we do. And Brian, you led the event. And the event is everybody in the room takes a deal that they're working on that has stalled in some way. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they go through, we give them a, a, a tool to fill out, and they go through the tool publicly and say, here's where we are, here's what's happened, here's who I'm talking to, here's what their problems are, et cetera. And we had some awakenings as we did this together, and the person who was uh, in the barrel, uh, who had the prospect, was really forthcoming. He did a great job in, mm-hmm. lo- in pointing out everything, but we never really got to why it was stalled. And so... What we thought we'd do today is not necessarily look at that deal because that deal is kind of irrelevant. It's more about what do we as sales professionals do that cause deals to stall? Mm -hmm. Because just like we do things to cause deals to close, we also do things to cause deals not to close. Yeah, and I think this is, uh, as far as topics go, things that we hear all the time in the uh, dozens of years we've been doing this. This one comes up yeah, all the time. For everybody, one. it's always there. Yeah. Uh, they get deals, they rolling down a path, and they're great. And what we tend to do is look externally at the, for the solution. We say, well, go do this, go say that, that sort of thing. And so this today's podcast is about looking internally and saying, what am I doing? What am I saying that's causing this thing to stall out? Hopefully from that, you can do the opposite. Yeah. I've got a, a yeah. guy that tells me to act opposite. So this is an act opposite thing. So if you're doing this thing that we're going to talk about that's causing the deal to stall, stop doing that, do something else, Yeah, shall we? All right, you want me to go? Uh, yeah, well, you instantly okay. came up in the pre-show. We get oh, we're, we're prepping, as you uh, people know, we prep like on the spot, and uh, we start talking about this topic. And twenty seconds later, Bill goes, "I got five, I got six, <laughs> I couldn't even think of one yet." So, well, yeah, please. Here's one. Uh, I don't know whether we are good listeners, so I will say number one: don't listen. Oh, I don't think we listen very well. I yeah. think we stop talking long enough to allow the prospect to talk and to share. But I'm not sure we do a good job of hearing what they're saying 
and taking it down a notch and down a notch and down a notch to where we get to understanding. Hmm. So the, the thing there is, I think there's a difference between just not talking and really understanding what their plight is and their circumstance. And if, the, if that's not on the table and part of the discussion, then I think it becomes easy for them to stall out and say, yeah. you know what, it's, it's $200,000 for this. You know what, I think I'm going to wait. Feels like they will give us the same energy that we give them. So if we're yeah. sort of surface tapping along, tapping along, not curious, yeah, they'll yeah. kind of do this surfacey thing too. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, this might be a, a, a first cousin to that. Oh. Can I say that mm-hmm. my first cousin? Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't continue to understand. Kind of like what you said. They don't. We don't continue. Can first to cousins marry in Indiana. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> oh, I got a lot of friends no. from college Second who would tell you maybe. that uh, that's probably how I came about <laughs> in the world. But that's another <laughs> podcast. The, that's uh, a fraternity topic. <laughs> it's a fraternity topic for Friday sure. Night. Yeah, we used to say aunt, mom, uncle, dad. <laughs> yep. Uh, we, they don't continue to understand the root cause. The root mm. cause, and this is go back. So Bill's a really good advice about listening. And then this, to me, is about the depth of motivation with someone. And it's more about the depth than anything else. It's not about the what the motivation is. It's the depth of it. Because people won't change or take another path unless at their core they see this great opportunity to, for life to be better. And as salespeople, I think we don't go deep no. enough in that no. to understand the root cause. And therefore, we never get to it. And sometimes that may not be there also. And so understanding at a depth can also lead us to a place where we might shut the deal down earlier ourselves because we yeah. say the person just isn't, they're just sort of, you know, touching, we say so, kicking tires, that sort of thing. So this is a root cause of the problem. Yeah, of the motivation of to do anything the at motiva- all. The root cause of the, moti- or the root motivation. The root motivation may be okay. a way to say that. Sure, okay. yeah. Because the cause two. of the problem could be whatever it is, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's the motivation to fix it Correct. at its root. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's one. I just put no ROE, mm. no rules of engagement. Yeah, yeah. And rules of yeah. engagement, obviously, is a, it's a military concept and term that talks about when you can fire on the enemy and when you can't, what the circumstances and conditions are in the battlefield, and how that governs your actions. And I don't think that we have really good rules of engagement as a sales profession. I think we chase lots of things that aren't going to happen, as is evidenced by the closing rate being so low across industries. So I guess the question is, well, what should the ROE be for you? And you're going to have to figure that out. But a lot of times, I think we get down the pike with somebody, with a prospect, and and we're trying to make something fit that doesn't fit, and mm-hmm. it's because we didn't have any rules of engagement. We should have been out yes. a long time ago. Yes, yes, yes. That's really, really good. And I would concur. The other ancillary note to that is you have to know your own rules of engagement before you can say them to somebody else and believe them. And oh, I think some absolutely. people don't even, have, don't even know them. And if they do have them, they don't believe them. So delve deep into yourself on that one. So Yeah, I think that we do – it's almost every podcast we do, you could probably come up with a one rule of engagement. Now, you're not going to yeah. – we've done 500, so you probably wouldn't have 500. But go back and listen to the last ones or just take a notepad out. And from this point forward, like we've already talked about, um, root cause. Yeah. So the rule of engagement is if I don't hear the root cause of the motivation or the root problem, then I can't continue. So that's that right. would be an ROE. That's great. That's a, that's a good one right there. Uh, this kind of goes along. 
It's the spirit of the second cousin now. Let's do the second cousin, shall we? Yeah, I like second cousins better <laughs> we don't, yeah. here in Indiana. <laughs> don't Kentucky, ever say that again. First cousins. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> don't define. Travis is over there shaking his head. Is. Don't define. Uh, we don't define the process and the timeline up front. And this is getting real tactical. And so what I wrote down here, so for, for, for some language, you might say, hey, if we're still in the deciding mode here six weeks from today, we're probably past the point. It's probably mm-hmm. time to say it's just not right, right? You can start to define those timelines for people up front. We don't do this with specificity. And I want you to start to do it with specificity now if you're not doing that already. So Specificity rolled off your tongue, Did you like friend. that? It's it ca- just rolled off. I'm getting yeah. kind of loose here, Without kids. the caffeine. Yeah. Did, you have, did you sneak a cup of coffee in there? I did not. No, no. Suck down a little Did you hit about it? And, went, and three hours later came back and we I picked up. I did my morning exercises. You said something, though, Mr. <laughs> Neal, that uh, I thought was interesting. Interesting, and that is, I just did a um, a little piece on this, and this the idea of how we turn our nose down to tactics. Oh. And you even said this is getting real tactical, that but I funny. always say that it's all tactical. Yeah, it's if good. there's no, if the, if you do, you know, it's well, our strategy is to go call all of our clients and see if they want this product. But if you don't know how to pick up the phone, dial, and have a conversation with them, which is very tactical, right? and yet we always talk about strategy. I even use the term. Sometimes people even add an H to strategy. Strategy. <laughs> you ever notice that? Yes. Or an ER, strategery, <laughs> right? Nod to Texas. That's really um, so tactics are... And, and we're, that's what we're giving you here. We're yeah. giving you tactics, but the tactics are designed to get you out of the way so that yeah. someone can buy. So I don't know what's more valuable is high-arching strategy or tactics you can use tomorrow. I vote for tomorrow's tactics. I like, I like that. Well, I had no finding the compelling reason, root cause, yeah, so yeah, we got yeah. that one. Check. Um, I'm not sure that we do a good job of really thinking through, thinking through the entire process with a client. So for example... Let's say you have a prospect who's a VP of sales at a medical practice or whatever. And so you're looking to sell them something. And you have met with the VP of of operations and you've had a meeting with them. And it seems to be good, but it's now stalled out. I think you have to look at the entire organization and pull focus a little bit and say, okay, what does this organization look like? There's a CEO. Yeah, yeah. Well, what are their problems? And there's a VP of uh, patient care. And what are their problems? Yeah. And so I don't think we think through that. I think we get fixated on one person. And our whole whole person is about selling to them. Yeah. And I think they're buying in the context of the organization. So it'd be best if we understood that too. I think I got the same one. I think my oh, third really? one is the same thing. And I just put it... I said, we don't look around. We don't look around. We don't look yeah. around to see yeah. who else is around, who else might be impacted by this, who else might be impacted by not just whether we do this, but also by whether we don't do this. So does life get crappy? In your, in your uh, example, Bill, for the uh, billing and coding people in the practice that sit up front and do that, is there is there life miserable because my software solution isn't being implemented because the CFO thinks it's too expensive, yeah, right? Yeah. I look around the room and I figure out who's where and who's impacting that sort of thing. Um, you know, the the decision maker, I'm not a fan of that word. The decision make you, maker is the key to get in the room. And once you're in the room, you got to look around. Yeah. Think of it that way. It's yeah. a way to get in. So what about if we said pain has tentacles? Oh, 
the problem that one person has reaches out into the organization. And like you said, it affects the billing person, it affects patient yeah. care, affects the nurses, affects the docs. Yeah. So the idea that we're going to go in and sell one person and they are then going to go sell all these other people without our help is a bit, it's a big ask. Not, 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 not wise. So I like the idea of looking around and uh, I love that. It's good. What else you got? I'm done. I'm done too. I have no vetting, but I think we've yeah. covered that. Yeah. No ROE, no thinking through. I love your idea of process and timeline. You know, sometimes I think we get down into the process and we get stuck. And I had this happen with uh, one of our clients the other day where the customer didn't know what to do next. Mm. And so if they don't know what to do next, yeah. how can we expect them to do the right thing? And so yeah. how do you keep that process in front That's of them? really good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that does it for today's episode. If you haven't already done so, go to our website. Check out our products page, advancedsellingpodcast.com. We've got some wonderful things and tools to use. Holiday season is sneaking up on us, Bill. Mm. <laughs> it's almost yeah. Halloween, isn't it? Uh, great little gifts for you to buy to your, for your favorite Christmas Christmas person on there. <laughs> right, we'll get there. Just wait. The Christmas tunes are coming. And uh, again, we're on the road. Send us a, a note for now, a note, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. If you'd like to talk to us about booking for 2018 for sales meetings, national sales meetings, sales retreats, anything like that, we'd love to talk to you about that. Love That's to all. see you. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.